1: What is going on Rush Nation and welcome back to Fast Action Friday. It's been nearly a month now since we was included in the Five Yard Rush Super Bowl show. Thanks to Murph of course and uh, unfortunately it ain't the full gang tonight but I'm delighted to be joined by Rob. What is going on mate?
0: Yeah, um, going well as you can see um, I have put on my merch Um thankfully this was provided by yourself it arrived just in time for, for the show so yeah managing to rep my team as well uh, as you are up yours um yeah Pitsy uh, got snowed in uh, I believe and wasn't able to make it to the the town's um, computer so he is he, he, <laughs> unable to join us for tonight uh, also yeah thanks to Murph as well for having us on that Super Bowl show um I think it was a, it was really good uh, and yeah, best wishes to him as well. He's he's been a bit um a bit poorly, um well he has been very poorly for for a few weeks and stretching over back for a few months. And I know he'd be very excited to be giving his thoughts and opinions on all the things that are happening. And you know, fingers uh, crossed, he's back on the flagship show soon, and he and he's back to his back to full strength.
1: Yeah, I believe the um flagship show is back next week as well as the Dynasty show and we, we just come together in our little group chat me, you and Pixie and thought, you know what let's give the people what they want, let's give Russia Nation what they want and throw out an episode of Fast Action Friday we don't do too many in the off season, do we? but no. um, we we thought we will have a go this week still the same sort of length, 20 to 25-ish minutes and um, but it's a little bit different, there's some little snappy segments and that is it.
0: Yeah, we've already said like we would have liked to kept it <laughs> around 20 minutes, but we always seem to end going over because we just like chatting too much. Uh, so fingers crossed we can keep it short and keep it snappy as well. Um, I thought we'd drop a new segment in uh, this time, seeing as it's the off-season. We haven't got the same kind of segments that we would have in the in-season, the in season, as it were. So we'd like to try and mop up um, what's happened over the last few days, You know, give the flagship show a bit of a head start when it comes to the weekend especially when we know it's going to be some big news coming up next week. I think we've got free agency bandless about to happen. Um, And we've even made a little uh, segment video for this. So this is Newsflash.
1: So the first piece of news that we need to look at is a quarterback, and it is Derek Carr. So he was obviously let go by the Raiders and... There's a bit of a deal going on with the Saints. ESPN has him as a four-year deal worth 150 million dollars, with 100 of that guaranteed, 60 when he signs, and another 10 mil starting on his third year. Um, I, I think that's a great for every single Saints fantasy option because last season with Andy Dalton, you know, he, he, he's been around the league for a while and he's more in that sort of backup role everybody thought winston was going to be the guy i i certainly did i over invested mm-hmm. in winston last year and for olave as well because Derek carr ain't shy of throwing it down the field and big play olave or what what he was known as at a higher state <laughs> will come to fruition and yeah I'm, I'm excited to see what Derek carr can do with the saints and more, more so what it unlocks for his weapons there,
0: definitely. Um, I was a big fan of Juwan Johnson. I think it was uh, quite a nice step up for him with the, with mm. the play that he was getting. And I think this is a really good uh, chance for you know the, the the partnership that Carr had with Waller as well and Foster mm. Moreau to an extent when Waller was out. Um, really gives the tight end options and Adam Troutman if, if he's uh, if he's still around. To be honest, um, I think with news about Kamara, you know, I don't think they'll have to. You know, I think they'll have to focus on the passing game more and, and take it away from the running game if Kamara is not going to be there. We don't know what's going to happen with Kamara, but you know, based on some of the other punishments we've seen, it could be quite a few games that he's out, and you know, they're, they're going to have to think about other ways of moving that ball down the field.
1: Yeah, and like you say, um, with Joanne Johnson, he, he was competent enough last year. I think he finished as tight end fifteen in PPR. Mm-hmm. And Derek Carr could definitely um, help elevate that a bit with a, because he didn't get uh, that many targets and stuff for the players around him. So to step into that tight end one conversation ain't going to be too difficult, I don't think.
0: Not at all. And um, it was it was a touchdown um, percentage. Like he he was getting a lot of touchdowns for the team. He was, in a, um, Rashid Shaheed as well. Some some small but well, small um, volume of targets and, and receptions, but big plays. So again, um, those two, you know, bit part players came into a bit of the four towards the, in, in the stretch of last year. Uh, this this could be the chance for them to take that that next step as well. Um, moving on, we'll, we'll have a look at some of the, the franchise tags that have happened as well. So, you know, Derek Carr didn't get his deal. So they gave um, a franchise tag to Josh Jacobs instead of his fifth year deal, which... I think only turns out to be two million dollars more than if he had his his deal. So I think it was ten million dollars for running backs, from what I remember, and it would have only been eight million on his fifth year option. So they've they've lost two million there. Uh, Saquon Barkley as well. He he's also been franchise tagged, um, which after we you know we weren't quite sure what's going to happen with the next person we're going to talk about. Daniel Jones, um, but now he's got the deal. Getting a tag on Barkley, I think, was really important. Keeping those two big players together, um, that's really going to help Brian Dable um, consolidate getting the first playoff win since you know they won the Super Bowl. Uh, And then Lamar Jackson, he's gotten the non-exclusive tag as well. So I think equivalent of two first-round picks. That's what they've got. The match isn't it? Is that? Yeah. Am I correct? Who's going to pay that?
1: Yeah, because it ain't only just paying the picks, it is which is the next two picks they have. So anyone with two picks in this first round would have to give both up. Um, There's a couple ain't there, Seattle and Philadelphia. Obviously, they're not going to go for Lamar, but um, it's a really interesting one there because not only are they going to be paying a quarterback that sort of money that he's after, the guaranteed money, they have to give up two first-round picks. And it's... It's probably a shrewd move by the Ravens, to be honest, um, doing what they did. But n- no matter sort of where he goes, for fantasy football, Lamar Jackson's Lamar Jackson. Mm. You know, he he was banged up last year, and but he's a QB one all day long, isn't he?
0: Yeah, and that's even without having, having the weapons around him to throw to. I think that was something that a lot of Ravens fans have been clamouring for, just Providing him with some outlets that he can he can do his business rather than having to run on his feet because as we know quarterbacks get older they don't they don't stay as fast as they as they do and you know when you've got an ultra athletic player like Lamar Jackson you, you really have to think about the future and maybe this like you say a shrewd move for the Ravens bringing someone else in um, to replace him.
1: I mean, uh, I was kind of thinking that. Jacobs would get the franchise tag in Vegas. Um, It made a lot of sense after last year. You know, he was like playing for a contract, playing for someone to come and get him. And when he did, and then Vegas are just like, nope, you're staying here. Um, (laughs) Have your franchise tag. But that's good for him as well because, you know, he can play up again and it's good for us too because he's going to have to do it again or similar because what he was like last year 1600 plus rushing yards is fantastic but he's going to have to do similar maybe not quite as much to either get a contract somewhere else or whatever his future holds but Mm. Saquon Barkley is no surprise as well really um I thought they might have tagged Daniel Jones because his asking price was a little bit much for me, mm. but we'll get onto him very shortly.
0: No, I, I agree. Um, the, money, the money that they've given him, which we'll, we'll come on to, I think is, uh, I think it's been, uh, what's the word? Not necessarily unjustified because he has taken a step up this last year, but maybe if you look at his past performances, um Maybe people are, are doubting why, why the Giants have done what they've done.
1: I mean, 15 passing touchdowns. Yes, he was very good on the ground, um, extending plays and things like that this year. Because, And I think it really is because he had the full trust of Brian DeBow in that new system. And they, you know, the first, One of the first things Brian DeBow done at the start of the year when he got made head coach was Daniel Jones is our quarterback this year. And it sort of gave him that confidence to be able to do things like that, and he was very good. But fifteen passing touchdowns in what sixteen games? I think he played in the regular mm-hmm. season. And and does that warrant one hundred and sixty million dollars over four years? I'm not so sure. Um, Ian Rappaport tweeted that it's around eighty two million over the first two years and ninety four on signing. Now, yes, he, he did take steps forward, but it still wasn't anywhere. W- what are people like, I don't know, Trevor Lawrence, Joe Burrow, and what are they going to be thinking now when when they've seen Daniel Jones mm. be paid that much? I know what he was thinking to get paid that much because <laughs> of Jared Goff on 32, Cousins on 36 or whatever, like a year. And it, it's just, it's, it's crazy.
0: Absolutely. Um and then you, you've got to look at the, the players that he did have in his wide receiver room. You know, I believe he had Richie James there, Donnie Pettis. Um, he's had, you know, Sterling Shepard, Darius Slayton. Kenny Golladay was there very, very briefly as well. Um, I think Isaiah a lot of those Hodgins. Isaiah Hodgins, yeah. You know, Red Zone darling. Um, a, a lot of those players are now going to be out of contract. So maybe these next two years are the chance for Debo to invest in those receivers, you know, actually prove why Daniel Jones is worth this money. So, yeah, I think it's I think it's a move that is keeping the quarterback there. He's, he's the balls come in, and he's not causing any ripples. He's kept that core together. Um, now's the chance for him to to get those extra, you know, extra level players and you know take him further than you know the wild card round and the you know the, the conference round, division round. Let's see, see where they can go with it.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: So, um we've also got some big news about Derrick Henry as well. Um so the rumors are that Derrick Henry is on the trading block for the Titans. It's a big move for the running back and potentially going to cut a huge hole in that Titans offense.
1: Yeah, um you know, they they cut Robert Woods as well last week oh. and yeah. A, a, a knife to your heart, maybe, but like it's, um, I don't know. I think that the Titans are sort of leaning towards a rebuild a little bit, but then as we'll come on to later, they've said Tannehill is going to be the starter next year. He and... said he's going to
0: be there, they, t- they said he, I think he's going to be there in 2023. but I think the jury's still out as whether or not he is going to be the starter. I realise that, that's okay. what we did. Uh, I did a little bit of further research after I said he was going to be there. And I was like, is he going to be the starter? I think it was assumed that he was. Mm-hmm. But, you know, if, is he going to be there in a, in a backup role? Is he going to be there as a starter or to challenge? You know, Malik Willis didn't really set the Titans alight when he was behind the line. You know, they've gotten no. rid of the centre recently as well. They've just released the centre of the Titans. So I think it's, I think it's wide open, that team.
1: Yeah, it's almost like they're leaning towards a rebuild, but who knows.
0: <laughs> it's a it's a tough but, division at the moment. It is a tough division like the Jaguars are on the up, you know, that that's yeah. a big part and Houston looking at a new quarterback, you know, I don't think Davis Mills is is the long-term answer there, so they'll be nope. looking for something too. Uh and then you've got the Colts, you know, again, they 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 look like in a part rebuild as well with Jeff Saturday, you know, Some early picks now, I think that division is in flux apart from the Jaguars and, you know, the Titans are probably going to try and ride it out and see what can happen. I'm Sandra and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for, but you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the
1: perfect role like me.
0: you have an Airbnb. Your home might
1: be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Yeah, it's certainly an interesting one. But in some quarterback news, Tua has got his fifth year option secured with the Dolphins and as we just mentioned, the Titans confirmed Ryan Tannehill will be on the squad to start 2023. Not much else to say really there. Obviously, the, the Dolphins are looking to show their support for Tua and hopes he will be their long-term answer at quarterback.
0: Um I think we've, we've, I've got a few friends who are Dolphins fans and they, they seem pretty pleased with this. They... They were a little surprised. It's taken this long to get to the fifth mm-hmm. year option for Tua. You know, they thought maybe he'd done enough, especially with what happened um, last season with Tyreek and Jalen Model. Tyreek as well. He's just had his deal restructured as well, so that's that's going to be quite important for keeping that team together. Um, but yeah, I think that that does open up the division. You know, keeps that division open. I think that that's going to be quite nice. I think I, I'm quite excited to see how you know with the Jets potentially getting a, a Hall of Fame future quarterback behind the line. We'll see what happens there. Um, you know, that's going to be quite a, quite an open division, which, which is great. It can be more than said for Marcus Mariota and Carson Wentz, though, who have lost their quarterback battles at so the Falcons and the Commanders um, with their releases. Although I, I, I don't really know if whoever remains can really call it a win this close to the draft. I, th- I think that either of those teams could take a quarterback here and blow things wide open.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, as you know, I was really high on Sam Howe um, coming out of college. He had, a, he had a bad last season in college, but, you know, he had a whole new O-line and new weapons and things like that with the Army Brown, Daz Newsom coming to the draft the year before. But I, I think Washington might give Sam Howe a go. They might bring in a cheap vet, sort of, if he isn't doing what they hoped, then the vet will take over for the rest of this year but with the falcons i mean i was convinced they was going to go for lamar but they've said they're out on him you know Marriott has been cut he ain't the guy ridder did he show enough last year i'm not sure
0: no but i tell you who the who the commanders will not be bringing in and that is chino smith you know he's got his deal he's got his deal uh, and i think that that's very very deserved he he's been brilliant the seahawks um especially coming in with with a competition with Drew Locke, which is, you know, I thought it was quite surprising. And then Gino's mm-hmm. taken it and he's and he's taken it and yeah, he's got his yeah. three years.
1: Absolutely. Team's also releasing players in preparation for next season. So mm-hmm. this one cut deep enough. Eric Kendricks at the Vikings. You know, it's a shame to see him go, but it is what it is. He's the wrong side of 30 and things like that. But Robbie Anderson for the Cardinals also released and Frank Clark for the chiefs.
0: Yeah. He's, he's a, you know, he's been a big servant to that team, have not he? Two, two Super Bowls, you know, for the, yeah. Chiefs, and that they, they put a really nice um, tweet up. It's funny how they can say thank you with a tweet, but it, um, he responded to that really nicely. Um, unsurprisingly about Robbie Anderson, you know, didn't really do anything. He, he threw his helmet, threw his toys at the pram, at the Panthers. Yeah. Um, also is on several outlets, and I think it has been confirmed in the, in, the, in the last hour or so that the Vikings are going to be releasing Adam Thielen. And you, you are definitely not happy about that, are you, Lewis?
1: Yeah, so it's been a rough week as a Vikings fan, to be honest. Fantasy football aside, Eric Kendricks first. You know, kind of expected a little bit, but he's, he's one of the guys, he's one of the fan favourites as well. And then today, Adam Thielen cut. He's Mister Minnesota for me. You know, he he was Detroit Lakes. He was raised, born, born and raised there. Went to college in Minnesota. Undrafted free agent. Got signed by the Vikings. Nine years, two Pro Bowls. He's been fantastic. And the last couple, maybe not so much last season, but the two years before that, he's he's done more than enough for us in fantasy. Um, he's had a wide receiver one season, a wide receiver two season. How he gets open in the end zone beats any sort of man coverage you can put yeah. on him. Fantastic him. hands, uh, you, you know, and it, it's a real shame. I, I really wanted to see him sort and I believe he would have tried to work out some sort of restructure because he loves it there and it is, it's a shame.
0: Yeah. And we've had Stacy just in the comments saying Dalvin Cook getting traded. Is yeah, see yeah, I,
1: I, I don't mind that so much. Um saves eight million on in cap space, which we need to get under that cap as well. And we don't need a bell cow now. It's a new system. We seen that last year. We need a running back to run 15 times a game, and that Dalvin Cook's almost wasted there. Mm. And something, something you, I noticed you know,
0: in uh, in PFF stats is that Dalvin Cook has actually done the most pass blocking out of any running back last season um, by by quite a way as well. Um, just yeah, and to what you're saying.
1: And they're keeping CJ Ham, so that says a lot. He's the fullback, you know, and he's a great blocker for Dalvin. But um, it, it it makes sense to get what we can now because. Again, he's one of those that's, with a running back, he's been in the league, what, six years, I think, or maybe seven. But he's heading that way now where he ain't going to have too many more years left. He's unwilling to restructure. And if we can get $8 million off the cap by trading him away, then it, it. all of the deals they're trying to do make sense. But if Harrison Smith is the next man cut, I am not watching NFL no more. I'm going to pick a new sport. Because uh, they're all my favourites will be gone in one free agency, so like one off season.
0: You can go down to like the XFL or something like that, maybe. Or, the yeah, C- or well, CFB, you know, you know, get, or get 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 Canadian football in there as well. Why not?
1: Yeah, maybe, maybe even Baffa, like the British one, but we'll see. Yeah,
0: yeah. why not? Why not? <laughs> um, but at least you're getting all this action. Lee. At least like you're making moves at the moment. Frank Reich has not really done a whole lot for the Panthers. Have been. Searching on Google for anything to add in. And at the moment, only uh, I think it's Damien Wilson has been a linebacker. He's been the only one that's been released. So I know it's been hard, but it sounds like the moves, like you said, they're making sense. And um, I think he's been getting
1: his, yeah, absolutely. And, um, you know, in Quezzy Retrust. But Frank reich has been making some staffing changes and bringing some new staffing mm-hmm. and things like that. So maybe he's trying to get all of those sort of things in place first and then he'll attack the draft I'm sure which should be a lot of fun.
0: Yeah, and a bit of a tangent this but um I know like when I used to play Football Manager I used to get one of those lower league teams it was like right I need the best staff in first doesn't matter about the players get the staff in first yeah. and the player improvement will follow so maybe maybe that's what they maybe that's what they're going for there as well. Um let's go on to the next segment. So there's no video for this one because that hasn't been made yet. Um I am I'm working on it and the name is a work in progress but I was thinking Maybe it could be called The Sweep, you know, a bit like a sweep play. You know, it's kind Love of it. a, yeah, it's a kind of a catch-up with the things that are going on. Nice and <coughs> have a brush over mm-hmm. something. Uh, so The Sweep. Um But we only have one item on the agenda. So what is that item, Lewis?
1: Yes, and it is a big one. So the people behind the first year's UK fantasy football collective down in London are bringing it back once again this year. So the UK FFC is a fantasy football event held in London that raises money for a selected charity after the success of the first event where over two grand was raised for mind charity and the UK fantasy football community United, their aim is to grow that they've moved to a bigger venue and things like that. And yeah.
0: Yeah, so it's it's looking like it's gonna be longer than, than last year as well, from noon until seven PM on the Saturday, eighth of the July. So make sure you get that in your diaries as well. And like you said, it's moved to Belushi's London Bridge, which is a bigger event, and I believe that's so they can get even more guest speakers, get get more events going on.
1: Yeah, there'll be panels on relevant fantasy football topics, Q&As with some big names in the industry, and various learner corners where you can learn all sorts of fantasy football things in a one-to-one conversation with some UK analysts. Some, you know, all the best guys from the UK are there. And let's not forget the stalls who will be selling various NFL-related merch. There's even a whole host of raffle prizes to be won at the end of the event. And not to forget, there will also be the fallout from the live London Scott Fishbowl 13 draft that will have happened the night before in the same venue.
0: Yeah, that's huge. I know a lot of people got excited about this. A lot of people got you know entered to get that chance, and uh, um, yeah, it, it, a big prize to give away. Big prize to give away. Um, the best part: the tickets are only ten pounds each, so um, they are on sale at the moment uh, at a link tr.ee, so Linktree with a with a, a full stop between tr and e, forward slash UK FFC. Um, general admission £10 with a £2 booking fee. And you can find out more information as they release it on the Twitter, um, which is uh, at underscore UK FFC. And then they have their Facebook page, which is um, at UK FFC as well. That, you know, some really uh, quality people and I know a lot of the um, community are planning to get down to it and you know make it as, as successful as it was last year
1: yeah I, I had a fantastic time last year i don't think there was one person that didn't enjoy their self it's been put together by a great group of people and mm-hmm. if you're in the area or willing to travel down get your ticket because it will definitely be worth it
0: definitely i mean i'm I'm hoping i can i can try and get down as well I, from what the, the videos there's a video as well showing a recap of last year and it looked absolutely immense so, um, yeah, it's, I'd, I'd be pained to miss it this year if I, if I, if I couldn't go, but I'm, I'm hoping to go. Um, so we've also got a, a bit of a chat about um, in terms of articles and contents that uh, people are working on as well. So what, what are you working on, Lewis, at the moment?
1: Yeah, so I've released this week the first Sort of uh, the first article in the injury files, which I done last off season. I brought it back in season for till up, up till about week nine or ten, I think it was Rob, before I took over the starts and sits. But the injury files is out, and the first article—a little spoiler for ya—it's about Brees Hall. So go and check that out over on the Five Yard Rush website. And you know, I'll I'll have a look what else we do a bit closer to the season. But what about you, Rob? What have you got going on?
0: So I've got one more um, installment of the Extra Yards uh, article series. So you're looking at players who can offer a little bit extra in other areas. So like the running receivers or pass catching carriers, looking at the rushing quarterbacks at the moment. So trying to put something together for for that group of players as well. And then just potentially looking up to bring back some of the old names. So I had the um, cash and carries um, targets and um, looking at missed targets as well. So, um, targets of preference that was one as well, and um, finding finding the camaraderie between um, quarterback and receiver. You know, players who go way back alongside each other. Uh, it'd be nice to bring some of those back as well as as we go through the off season, um, and and hopefully we get to do a few more of these as well.
1: Yeah, absolutely. We'll we'll definitely uh, put a few more of these together as we go on through the off season. But that is all we have time for tonight. Um, we could stay on here all day and chat couldn't we to be fair but we have to try and keep it fast and this is the longest one we've done for a while but Mm -hmm. once again UKFFC website is linktree with a dot between the TR and the EE forward slash UKFFC and until next time keep rushing